Hello, hello, hello. Hey, y'all. So, welcome back to another episode of Awkward Adventures for College Graduate. And this week, it's a little solo dolo. It's been a couple weeks since I've done an episode like this. Um, well, it's been more than a couple weeks. It's been like a month or so before I've done an episode like this. But I'm back. I'm back. I'm back. I'm back. <laughs> um, funny shout out to all the students who are listening to the podcast. Y'all discovered it and y'all found it. So, hi. <laughs> Hope y'all are doing okay. Um, and, you know, I'm, you know, just getting back to what, you know, the episode and podcast. If you're a new listener, uh, thank you for listening. I appreciate you being here. You know, there's so many dope episodes that I've done, um, that I recommend that you check out. I have a segment called, uh, JMA, just Jared's music or I guess it's Jared's musical analysis. It's not. Yeah, Jared's Musical Analysis or Jay's Musical Analysis, still a working title. Pretty much where I um, talk about music, I'll interview artists and talk about their music and do different things like that. It's a really fun uh, part of the podcast that I enjoy. It's like one of my side shows. I, of course, have the Alpha, How You Start It, which is one of my prides and joys, where I talk to different creatives, um, both big and small, and ask them how they got started and doing the things they did in terms of building brands, you know, being creative, how they got started and where they're at now currently, and just give them a platform for their, their, um, I guess you could say their, their creative endeavors or business endeavors, because you don't necessarily have to be a creative. Um, that is mainly for people of color, so BIPOC folks, um, because I think there needs to be more of that. And then, of course, I have um, Authentically Me, which is a segment um, that's basically, you know, a place where I can have conversations with other queer folks. I identify as queer, um, bi specifically. And so I like to have those conversations to be able to, you know, create a space for those conversations, talk to people about bi specific issues, not bi specific issues, I'm sorry, queer specific issues. And some of the things that are, you know, just are occurring, you know, and really getting to the intersectionality of being both a, you know, because most of it, once again, um, it's focused more towards for, you know, BIPOC folk, because um, I feel like there aren't enough spaces like that. But, you know, spe- specifically focusing on some of the intersectionalities of being both a, a BIPOC and queer person, um, as well as other intersectionalities. So what does it mean to be a, um, a BIPOC queer man or a BIPOC queer woman or even a BIPOC uh, queer non-binary person? Or BIPOC trans person. So there's a lot of nuance that goes there in terms of things. So it's so much here. And then, of course, there are my flagship episodes where I just talk about life and how ghetto it is after college and adulting and stuff like that. So, yeah. <laughs> um, I'm super excited to do this episode. This episode is a little bit different than what I usually do. Um, but it's, it goes more back to the roots of what I do for the podcast. So this episode, we're talking about nostalgia. Oops, sorry. The mic went out for a second. This episode, I'm talking about nostalgia, and I'm doing nostalgia because I just feel like it'd just be such a fun, 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 fun episode to do. Um, because I feel like you know, oftentimes we get caught into these spaces of nostalgia, and it sometimes keeps us from going forward in future. But they're also just so fun because it's just good talking about it. So, um, this episode, I really don't. I have a little bit of a of a um, I guess you could say a. Um, I don't want to say really an outline, 
because I purposely didn't do an outline for this episode because I just wanted to be like really free flowy and fun, something I haven't done in a while. So I have some points made down, but it'll probably be all over the place. But you know, some of y'all just like my uh, random rumblings or, or chatter. So I hope that you're able to, you know, get that here. So yes, nostalgia. Nostalgia is, where do I begin with nostalgia? I'll say nostalgia for me. So uh, you know, I like to always start off with the definition, so I'm going to go quickly and define nostalgia. You know, nothing like uh, doing the Googles <laughs> and seeing what that, what it, how it is a, uh, how it is defined. So, according to the Oxford Dictionary, a sentimental, longing, or wistful, wistful affection for the past, typically for a period or place with happy personal associations. Example. I was overcome with acute nostalgia for my days in college. Hello? <laughs> but no, um, I think that pretty much encompasses it. For me, nostalgia is just so many different feelings. It's just a feeling of familiarity, and it's just a feeling for a time period long gone that I can't get back. And I feel like, you know, as a person who spends a lot of time in his head and Capricorn, I, I say that lightly because, you know, some people don't believe in the zodiac signs and they're like, you Capricorn is anything. Um, I, I take it jokingly and lightly. I, I mean, some things make sense for me in Capricorn, but some things just aren't. But anyway, the point that I'm trying to make is that as somebody who spends a lot of time in their head and has always been a person who's kind of been like 10 steps ahead and stuff like that, thinking ahead and still do. Um, I also spend my time in my head remembering the past and thinking about old things and stuff like that. And, you know, being in a place of nostalgia there. Um, I think now, like just now, like as an adult, and I'm going to go and branch in different areas, some nostalgia that I have, um, I have nostalgia for like being a kid. There are like those times, like, you know, when you were a kid, just being able to go back. Like I, I, I specifically remember my elementary school, um, Evergreen Elementary School. And just like, you know, every year we had different exits or entrances we would go into. And I just remember specifically seeing the walls of it. Um, the gym where we had everything, me playing basketball in the fourth grade there and stuff like that. My teachers, you know, during that time period and just having so much fun. Um, one of my favorite memories that I think about are the honor roll assemblies and stuff like that. Or like if you got like, it was kind of messed up a bit too. So like if you got like honor roll or, um, or like, or like perfect attendance and stuff like that. They used to have like these little special luncheon or banquets there. And on one side, it was really like kind of problematic that I think that it's got to be. <laughs> but like one side would have the kids who would get like a special lunch or whatever or food. And then the other side would have like just the, the kids who didn't achieve that. And I remember one time I was like, one time I made it over. I was like, I made it over. I made it over there. I got honor roll. I can do it. I got a chance to eat all of it. Then the next time I was like, I was stuck on the other side. I was like, oh, I don't like this. <laughs> and I think about that. It was like a cool little memory because like, I think my elementary school, um, and I'm just getting nostalgia talking about it. And this is going to be an episode of me getting nostalgia as I talk about it. And I just, I love this because this it makes me happy. Sad, but happy in a way too. Um, uh, nostalgia in a sense of like, I just remember that. That was fun. Um, we used to have like Reading Cross America. Of course, those days, I think a lot of people remember those days. Um, and we had somebody called Miss Rita Book. <laughs> That's what we call her. And she, like, came in, like, this, like, fairy outfit, like, with wings and stuff like that. And, like, we did experiments. And I remember we made, like, um, 
we called it like dirt with worms or whatever. And basically all it was was like chocolate pudding and like crushed up Oreos with like gummy worms in it. And it was so cool and everything like that. And I remember my mom was like, I think she was chaperoning that day or she was there. I was like, mom, 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 you need to re you need to meet Miss Rita book. You need to meet Miss Rita book. <laughs> I couldn't have been like older than maybe like seven, six or seven, um, telling her that. And just like, dang, memories like that. I remember just like every single year, pretty much like from kindergarten to fifth grade. Um, I was blessed enough, you know, as I know everybody hasn't had this opportunity. I was blessed enough that my elementary school, I got to go from, I, I got to s start there and I got to finish there. I didn't have to, you know, change or, <laughs> or you know, there are no like inconsistencies there in terms of it. Not that it would have been a bad thing or that's a bad thing, you know, but I know some people move, some people, you know, it's not even moving out of town, but you know, you move to another part of the town, at least where I'm from, you have to go to another school because if it's not your, if you're not in that area or like the jurisdiction, I guess for the elementary school, um, you can't go there because it's like a certain amount of students they try to have per school and stuff like that. And then some people, you know, it just, it was different. They had to go to different schools because maybe there were different things offered and stuff like that. But so many fond memories. Um, I'm just going to throw random things out. Um, our school was Evergreen. I remember across the street, um, the house across from us had Evergreens like actually like planted and you could see them. And it was pretty cool. I remember like um, being a part of the gifted and talented program and like going there on a Saturday and us like use dudes in bubbles and like, you know, putting our hands in bubbles and then like putting our hand through a bubble wall. And we were able to do it because I guess like I can't remember scientifically what it was. Um, it probably has something to do with, um, I don't want to say displacement. I can't think of the what what the concept is now. Now that I understand a little bit more about it, <laughs> but like being able to do that uh, was was one cool thing as well. Um, I really enjoyed, uh, you know, man, the Eagle. That was our school, Evergreen Eagles and stuff like that. You know, um, my principal. You know, she was really dope, Miss. Uh, ooh, Miss Williams, Mrs. Williams. I can't, I, I was like, I was about to say, dang, I don't remember. I was like, no, nah, I remember Miss Williams, Mrs. Williams. She's such a sweetheart. And she would not play, she did not play with us, though. She did not play with us. I remember one of my um, vice principals, Miss Scalamoni. Every time I heard her name, I thought about, like, the um, the the principal from um, the Fairy Odd Parents, <laughs> Timmy Turner's uh, principal and everything like that. It's like, woo! <laughs> Such a weirdo. But I thought about her. Um, there's so many different cool things that happened. Oh, man. God rest the soul of my librarian, Miss Hart. She was such a sweetheart. And, like, on Green Eggs and Ham Day, um, we're on, we're on Dr. Seuss. Uh, you know, he's going to that. But before we know how problematic he was, um, we used to have it. We'd have Green Eggs and Ham Day. Or, like, we go to the library and, like, she would read us, she'd read a book, and, like, her, like, theatrics with doing it was, like, so fun. And, like, it was just, like, she really loved learning and reading for us and stuff like that. And, like, that was one of our specials. Oh, man, specials, another thing. We used to have specials. And so, like, one day a week we'd go to the library and she taught us about the Dewey Decimal System. And, like, I remember the book club or the book fairs. I remember sometimes I try to get game over. She's like, no, you can't get that. You got to get a book. You can't do that. I'll tell your mom. And my mom would not let me. 
Um, if you're serious about reading and learning, I appreciate it. I remember watching our dear friend Martin. <laughs> I feel like multiple times, at least once a year. Once a year, um, <laughs> at, at in her in the library and everything like that. Man, it's cool. God rest her soul. But um, getting on the specials. Oh man, I used to love specials. Specials used to be like that fun thing once a day. There's some specials I like more than others, of course. <clears throat> um, but like for me, I, I think everybody has specials. I don't know. Um, but I know at my elementary school back in the day, as you know, we're a little old here. <laughs> we used to have specials, and so like we had like, one special for like I guess every like little like subject you can think of. We of course had gym, had to have gym. Um, we'd have health like once a quarter, and I remember those times so awkward. Yeah, gym, we'd have health, we'd have um, art, art was fun, with Miss Brown, are you ready for your stars, <laughs> she would say, because <laughs> every time we did something good, we would get a star, and I forgot like what happened when we got a star, um, but we would always get these stars, and she'd be like, are you ready for your stars, <laughs> she's so adorable, Um, love her. I forgot what her name was before she got married. It was something. Was it Miss Star? I don't remember. Um, probably not. But yeah, um, had that. You know, her. She she did that. That was really cool. Um, of course, we had we had vocal music, which I remember. Oh man, so many great songs. So many eight legs, lurking in the shadows. Eight legs. I had a dream. I was a spider, spider. Dun, 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 oh man, doing that, putting on concerts. We always had our winter concert. Oh, those were fun. Was it what? No, that was middle school. I was gonna say middle school was. No, that was different. That was a different one. Um, but yeah, yeah Miss Miss with Miss Vahala, my good my good sis, my my friend Miss Vahala, love her, like. She she'd be right there on that keyboard, boy, just playing, and we be playing, and like, oh my god, I used to love it because we used to always have different songs for each season, stuff like that. We learned keyboard a little bit too. Um, shout out to one of my classmates, Siobhan. Like, literally, I I don't care. I mean, here's this, but I mean, like, but I will always say it's not said this is face. Like, one of the most talented kids, one of the most talented guys I know. Like, legit. Like, back in elementary school, he's like a year older than me. But, like, dude was, like, he could play, like, almost in every instrument. Like, he was, like, playing at our concerts. Like, when our our vocal teacher had to, like, direct and stuff like that, um, he would be playing. He, like, that's how trusted he was. And, like, that's how talented. That kid can play like, three or four instruments. Like, he is talented. Well, he's not a kid now, but, like, he's a grown man now. But, like, he is one of the most talented people I know. Like, legit, you know. And whatever, like, you know, whatever he does in the future – you know, he already does great things, but, like, if he's, like, one day, like, he just blows up and you're like, oh, my God, he's such talent. I'd be like, yeah, obviously, duh. I've been new to this. I've been this since he was, like, eight or nine years old. <laughs> talented dude. Talented dude. Shout out to him. Drop a cool's bomb for him. There was no cool's bomb, obviously. That was just me making noise with my mouth because um, I'm a child. <laughs> but, yeah. Man, um, that. Oh, instrumental music. Oh. I was it I does everybody remember do y'all remember recorders? 
recorders. Recorders is my man. I remember recorders. Recorders are so fun. Everybody got the recorder in the third grade, and we played hot cross buns, hot cross buns. Do, 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 do. And then we played BAG. Um, was it bag dag or bag gab or whatever? B A G G G A B B A G. Was it G A B B A A A G B? I remember that. Um, with Mr. Michaelowski, he was cool. He was cool. I remember one time I tried to take on uh the flute. <laughs> I was so terrible. I was like, I want to play instrument. I want to play instrument. And I did not practice like I wanted to. It just was not interesting to me. <laughs> it was not. I was like, I don't know why I was like going to flute. I said, I want to do the flute. And it wasn't easy and everything like that. I always wanted to play the trumpet, but I remember I couldn't get the trumpet. Not that year. I, I wanted to do the flute the first year. But the next year, I was like, yeah, I'm going to learn the trumpet. I'm going to learn the trumpet. That's what I'm going to learn. Because I always just had this dream of being able to play the trumpet and just do their things like that. It's still something I would love to do now. Um, perhaps, you know, I love music. I have an appreciation for it. I've always had that. You know, maybe one day I'm going to learn how to play it. You know, we'll see. And then, you know, I'm going to reenact the, the creep video. You know, I'm going to get my body right and everything like that. And it's going to be like, doom, 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 dig in, doom, doom. And I'm back, doom, doom. Creep, oh, ah, oh, ah. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Okay. Anyway, but yeah, man, that, what else? Well, there, what, there were some other specials that we had. Oh, Spanish. Oh, learning Spanish. And the Spanish, like some the Spanish and learning the days of the week. Lunes, martes, miércoles, jueves, vernes, sabado, and domingos, los dias, los dias, los, I, I can't remember now. Um, <laughs> but that was fun. Mr. Holguin, um, we had him, then he left. It made me kind of sad. I love Mr. Holguin. He was a really good Spanish teacher. Like, he had his guitar and everything like that. He was so friendly. He was such, such a sweet, sweet soul. Um, and I really had some really nice and sweet teachers at my school. There were some Mr. Crocker and Mrs. Crocker-ass people. I'm not gonna lie. But for the most part... We had such, especially the special teachers, they were so sweet. I was like, yeah, they were. Uh, but anyway, um, I just had a random cringeworthy memory. But yeah, elementary school, man, so fun, so fun, so fun. And I just think about that and all the like the nostalgic childhood memories I have across that time, like being at my grandmother's house, man, grandmother and grand grandfather's house. They're like my adopted grandparents, but you couldn't have told them any differently. Or told me any differently, um, because they were like start off as my babysitters, and babysitters and everything like that. But you know, they became like family because you know somebody takes care of you and makes sure you and trains you up in the Lord and helps raise you from the time that you're like two um, onward. It's hard to forget them and not see them as family, you know. Um, but like, I think about being there with like their grandchildren biological grandchildren and stuff like that or just grandchildren and just some of the memories there you know playing basketball riding down the street going for walks um i remember the times that we used to um um we used to walk peppy which was their dog's name he was a little shih tzu um 
we gotta go walk Peppy. Or like, oh, we walk to the corner and we go get a newspaper or whatever. Um, fighting each other, open the door for Granddad. <laughs> um, just going on different trips. I remember the first time I ever went to the circus was because of them. They took me like, they're like, oh, we want to take you to the circus. Um, and they paid for me, apparently. So that was like a good thing. And it was so funny. My mom said that like one day, um, I just came home and they were like, um, apparently, I don't remember this. My mom said this. I, I remember it because it's a story, but I don't actually verbatim remember when this happened. But like my mom said that like one day I came home and so their name's Mr. and Mrs. Harris. And I was like, one day I came home and I was like, how was Mr. and Mrs. Harris? And I said, that not Mr. Harris, that granddad, that not Mrs. Harris, that grandmother. And she's like, oh, okay, okay, grandmother and granddad. All right, then kill it, <laughs> pretty much. Um, and they've been grandmother and granddad ever since, and they've always treated me that way. Um, and it just makes me think, and we're not going to get emotional. We're about to for a second there. Um, growing up, my both my grandparents were, I didn't know my, 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 uh, my father's side of the family in terms of my grandparents, whatever, and I didn't get a chance to know my grandmother, his mom. Um, and his grand, his father wasn't like really, he was father wasn't in the picture. Um, but you know, growing up, my mom's parents, um, her dad lived in Georgia and my grandmother, her mom lived in Florida. So I really didn't get a chance to like grow up with them. And then unfortunately when I was young, like when I was, um, when I was seven, yeah, when I was seven, my, um, my grandmother passed away. And when I was, because that was two years later, I was, I guess, nine. Nine, yeah, nine. Them math, yeah, them math tracks. When I was nine, my grandfather passed. So growing up, I really, like, outside of, like, the times I got to visit my grandfather and see my grandmother. But outside of those times, I didn't really get a chance to experience what it was, like, growing up with grandparents. So they really were like my grandparents, you know, for all intents and purposes. And they treated me like that. They didn't treat me any different. If I did something wrong, guess what? I was going to get popped just like <laughs> their two grandchildren together. If, you know, it was something that was being spoiled a little bit, <laughs> that's what they would do. Um, and I have so many fond, nostalgic memories. And I got to think about my grandfather because he's no longer here. Um, it does make me a little emotional to think about, um, you know, going to the, you know, and of course, like, one of his favorite things used to be going to the Asian market because there's so many options. And, like, he told me about, like, oh, like, duck eggs. He said they're some of the best eggs in the world. Like, he said they taste like cheese and eggs without the cheese. And, like, he said, oh, I guess it's called Scrapple. Scrapple or whatever. I'm talking about, like, yeah, you know, oh, it's nothing like cow brains and eggs or whatever together. And it just made me think, like, the amount of times I used to eat breakfast over there or whatever sometimes. And, like, um... <laughs> I don't know what I was eating. And this is so many nostalgic memories there as part of my childhood. And it's, uh, it's probably, I'm probably going to have to do like two or three parts to this because it's just so fun to do. Like, I remember growing up at their house, you know, um, between myself and, you know, their grandchildren and other people they babysat. Um, we all had a special cup. <laughs> like we all had a cup and it was just I guess to keep people from like drinking out of each other's cups or you know this is your cup instead of this cup or whatever and I remember mine used to be this yellow canary cup and it was so dingy by the time oh man I wish I still had it um it was like so dingy by the time that I, I was like a teenager like older and I stopped going or whatever I stink about it um 
It was this yellow dingy cup. And, um, that was my cup, though. It was like, if I had a peanut butter and jelly sandwich, it was, oh, I remember, I remember growing up, like, I'd be like, grandmother, can I please have a peanut butter and jelly sandwich? And then it got to a point where it would be like, okay, now, here's, I'm gonna show you, I'm gonna show you how to make one. <laughs> and, like, she showed me, and, like, um, you know, her grandson. I'm not, I'm specifically not saying cousin because it wasn't kind of that relationship. It kind of was in a sense, but it wasn't. I, I just, I'm going to be saying for like, you know, me and like, you know, um, I'll just say R because it's easier than counsel saying grandchild. She used to show, she would show, she showed me and R how to make it. It was so funny. <laughs> and we used to like, it'd be like after school, be like, all right, you know, have a little bit of milk. <laughs> and have a little bit of um <laughs> a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. And I remember it was so funny the times where they would have like the um <laughs> they have times that was so oh god spoiled a little bit. Times they have the crunchy peanut butter. I'm like, yeah, I don't like this, but I that's what best believe I still ate it though. <laughs> I was about to waste their food. I do my best to. I just knew next time I just won't have it. <laughs> but yeah, um. Man, so many memories there at my special club that my grandfather ended up using. He, he, I remember one time I went over there um, when I was a teenager and everything like that because he passed when I was 15, which is so crazy. I just think about, like, when I say things like that, I think about, like, and this is just, like, a random side note. So I'm talking about nostalgia. I'm talking about life and stuff like that. When you say things out like that, like, when it comes from you, you don't think about that because, like, I always so I'm such I'm such a weird soul and the way I think and stuff like that is just I just feel called weird. Um and I don't say it's like weird, but it's just it's abnormal, it's a little bit different. I remember specifically <clears throat> Oh, pardon me. Like, um I'm a I I was the only child pretty much, I'll say that. And so like I watched so many movies and T V shows and stuff like that. And so like seeing uh like, oh, like it says, or like, you're like just reading up on people and stuff like that, like their Wikipedia and stuff like that, it would say, oh, like, yo, yeah, so-and-so lost their grandfather at 15, and at 17, they discovered the love for the music, stuff like that. It's so weird to me, because it's like, I'm very much present in my body and my life and stuff like that, but I also see things like, I wonder what things look like from a bird's eye view of my life and stuff like that, and how people view it. So, like, when I say stuff like that, it's like, oh, snap. If I tell somebody that they're like, it's like, it's like goes in the back of their head, like part of a file or something like that, like, oh, he lost his grandfather when he was 15, or like, oh, you know, when he was, you know, 12, he, he started going to this middle school, or he went to college here or whatever. He had kids at the line, I don't know, got kids yet. Hello. Um, but, like, those different things, it's just weird. That was just a random side note. Um, but, yeah. But, yeah. Um, <laughs> nostalgia. So many nostalgia. I remember, you know, one nostalgic thing, um, from childhood I didn't even think about is that I was born in 97. Um, <laughs> just a couple years short of the early 2000s, stuff like that. And I don't know what it was. I remember growing up, being around... And just going different places. But I just feel like things even look different. I, they kind of do look different than what they used to look like. There used to be like this early 90s, 2000s appeal to different things. I don't know if things look brighter, if I was just a kid or what it was. But like, I remember specifically, specifically there's this part in my hometown. Um, is it Siler Field or whatever? They had the, they had like the, the pool or whatever. And then there's like a little area 
not far off from that. Like it's like I think it's like second or third street and stuff like that. I just remember going and driving down there near the corner store. You know, my mom picking my brothers up from practice or whatever. Like you know, picking them up from being over there and just you know the early like two thousands of like when I was four or five. You know, driving around and stuff like that and just. I don't know. Everything just felt like it looked different. Like, even now, I think about, like, downtown. And downtown Plainfield certainly does. Like, I think about, like, walking downtown with my mom and, like, there being, like, certain stores, like, like um, Payless going there to get shoes for school and stuff like that. Um, I remember, like, oh, man, the parade when I was a kid. My brother taking me or my mom, like, going and my brother taking me and stuff like that. And I was like, such a baby, a mama's boy or whatever, and just, like, you know, so many people and stuff like that. It was so crazy and stuff like that. But specifically, I guess just the cars and the feel and place of it, um, it's just, it just makes me so nostalgic for that because you can't get that back. I can't go back to, like, 90, 99, which I was only two, but I still remember certain things. Or I can't go back to 2001, 2002, and I can't drive around and see what the city – feels like or looks like and stuff like that like I can't see the fashion I can't see you know just the roads and just the sky and stuff like that and so much has just changed in like 20 years or so this is kind of crazy to think about I even think about like you know in terms of this is just me talking about time loops and just being in places and stuff like that and nostalgia like I said I would jump on a lot but like just being in different places like I remember specifically in 04 when my grandmother passed us having to, you know, fly into, like, um, we had to fly into Fort Lauderdale and just, like, how early 2000s, 2004, 2005 that airport feels, or even how old it felt, because it was, like, it was so many old people and stuff like that, and it was, like, this bluish carpet and stuff like that, and it was just, like, this very, like, oldie feeling and stuff like that, but it felt, like, very Florida-y, but I said it, it just, it felt like it was just, like, it gave a vibe of early 2000s, Florida, older people you retirement or whatever and it's just like crazy thinking about that and like the car we rented and just being there and all the different things and stuff like that it's just crazy to think about even like you know looking at packet pictures like when I went down south with my where my mom's dad is at my my aunts and uncles and cousins are but like the rental car and just the fashion and stuff like that and just how it all felt down there even like what we listen to music wise like I remember my mom was pretty good. She was like, okay, y'all can listen to what y'all want. She's like, she was like, I don't mind about all the cussing and stuff like that. She's like, it's fine. I think she said there's a limit to it. I remember her, like, allowing my brothers to play it. And then, like, when we got down, she was like, all right, no. Now we're going We're going to Grandpa's house. We're going down. You know, we're going down the street now. Um, And we have the street um, where my home family's from. I'm not probably going to say. Um. Uh, there's like a, a street that's named after us. Um, she's like, all right, we'll have to go down X, Y, and Z street now. Yeah, you ain't about to be playing all that cussing going at her because all my aunts and uncles and our families down here, and they're about to hear me before I get there. And like, I remember specifically, um, I can't say this artist's name, and I'm not going to say, say their name, um, but a specific artist playing because that was around the time a certain album was was dropped and certain dances were done to set music or whatever but yeah um <clears throat> that's even crazy to myself um 
But um, yeah, I remember the music. Just nostalgia. I have nostalgia about seeing things and just feeling things like driving down a highway with a family, with our family and vacation. Like you know, late, late, two or three o'clock in the morning. Like I have nostalgia about that because I used to always stay with my mom. My brothers would fall asleep, and like <laughs> you have to be the navigator. But, like I was so interested in just driving and just you know seeing stuff or whatever. And like you know, it used to be like a little game or whatever. It'd be like all right. Or for me, I used to make make a game out of it. Be like, all right, if we go to get to exit one hundred five, you know, we're at two hundred now. <laughs> that means we're closer to being there. We're closer to getting to where we want to get, and <laughs> everything like that. And that's crazy. That's back in the day before like all we have was phones and tablets and stuff like that. So are you really getting immersed in your your stuff? You had to pay attention to different things. So you had to talk, or you listen to the radio together, or like you read a book, or in our case, we did have little Game Boys and stuff like that. You played at, you know, and things like that. And so, like, you know, dang, it's just so different, man. Like that whole time period, like family vacations and trips. You know, there are times where my mom would get her friends to come with us who were, like, aunties. Um, and, like, you know, my brother's friend, who's, like, cousin to us, like, he would go with us on trips and stuff like that. <laughs> Man, it's so crazy to think about trips to Waffle Houses. I know how people feel about the Waffle House. For me, I'm going to stand beside him. Is this your, is this your, is this your, uh, man? Yes. Is this his, and you go stand, yep, and I'm going to stand beside him. I'm going to stand beside him because... My Waffle House has not done nothing to me <laughs> and has done me right. And you best believe, maybe not as much now as I'm grown now. I think, you know, I, I don't do, I do things that are a little bit more grown now. <laughs> you best believe. <laughs> I'm going to go to a Waffle House <laughs> if I get a chance. I'm going to get that waitress who, or a waiter, more so the waitress, because it's always a waitress, who's calling you sugar. Or honey, I'm gonna get that waitress with no teeth. I'm going to order that Belgian waffle with them eggs, and guess what? I'm make sure I have the extra butter. And guess what? I'm gonna do to that waffle. I'm going to put that smother that waffle in some butters, and I'm going to use that butter pecan, that pecan uh syrup, that pecan syrup. I'm going to do those things. It's not a if I'm going to do them. It's a when I'm going to do them. It's just best believe I'm finna do that. I'm going to do it. I'm going to. And, and, and will. And will. Because I need to. Baby, that's me. <laughs> what? <laughs> what do you mean, baby? I have to do that. <laughs> I don't know why I'm doing be Simone voice. <laughs> but I'm going to. <laughs> But no, in all seriousness, uh, but for real, bro, I'm, that's what I'm finna do, like, I'm, <clears throat> I'm gonna do that, that's what I'm gonna do, one thing about me, I'm gonna do, I'm gonna get my waffle in Waffle House, that's honestly how I fell in love with waffles, and I used to be mad too, I used to be so mad, but <laughs> my mom would buy the waffles growing up, oh man, more nostalgia, oh my gosh, oh, uh, okay, um, a quick nostalgia thing, so moving on. Okay, but yes, that's how I fell with waffles. So, like, growing up, uh, I'll do this quick story, and I'll get into that part of nostalgia. Like, growing up, man. Like, our family, like, you know, we used to have waffles and pop tarts. Waffles, pop tarts, she's been house cereal and stuff like that. My mom made sure we had stuff to eat. 
And no, she wasn't the one that, ooh, she didn't cook. She just gave us microwave stuff. No, she used to cook. My mama could cook down. Cook, listen, a breakfast, them grits and eggs and what? Baby can cook, still can cook, you know. But pretty much, um, um, she would, um, create or rather, um, no, no, create. Not create, she would buy the, the Eggo waffles and, like, it used to be, like, they used to be, the, the Eggo waffles are fire, like, I'm not gonna lie, I'm not gonna act like, you know, I don't like the Eggo waffles. Like, the Eggo waffles, I'm still, still my, that's still my stuff. I'm a, because one thing I'm going to do, too, with those waffles, I'm going to put it in the microwave, add a little butter on it, put syrup, and let them be soft and just eat them. Unless I'm in a mood where I want to put it in the oven. If I want to put it in the oven, get a little crisp, that's it. That's fire. But, like, that's where one of my my um, my um loves for waffles came from. But, anyway, you're probably, like, wondering how it's related. I used to... It wasn't the same. Like, I used to eat the like, egg of waffles because I had the waffles at the Waffle House. Like, I used to love that. That was, like, one of my favorite things. Also, French toast sticks... Oh, man, I have to go on Nostalgia Foods. Okay, anyway. <laughs> so many different things going on. But, uh, I used to love, like, you know, but, like, I used to love the waffles. It's pretty much what I was, that was a long story short. But waffles on Saturday morning and stuff like that, breakfast growing up and stuff like that, just made me think about that. Um, I'm gonna get, I'm gonna put breakfast foods on Saturday mornings together because I just feel like it fits. Um, so, like, growing up, like, my breakfast, because <laughs> I was a basic bitch, <laughs> basic baby. I'd be happy with a breakfast where I could have my two Pop-Tarts and my milk, my cup of milk. <laughs> That's all I needed. It probably wasn't healthy. It wasn't. Um, don't blame it on my mom. That was me. That's what I wanted. That's all I would really eat. I try. No, I won't say that's all I ate because... I used to be on my oatmeal kicks, my fix, cause my mom used to be really good about that too. She used to be help, like I used to eat healthy too. Like she used to do that too. She'd be like, "I'm not gonna do it, but I'm not buying these or whatever." No, we're gonna do this. I remember like growing up too. I used to, I'm such a little old man. Um, when I was really, really young, I used to make me oatmeal every single morning. I used to have like the oatmeal like packets or whatever. I used to love them, or she didn't make them, and so like my favorite oatmeal. Uh, I never really liked it. That's the thing. We just had it all the time. I used to hate it, honestly. The maple brown sugar one. Ugh, so nasty. So gross. <laughs> but like, my favorite used to be apples and cinnamon. Or like my mom, oh, there's this one that we used to get. Um, it was from, oh, it was from, it was from ShopRite. That's where, you know, that's the, the, the supermarket that most people, or all people know up in Jersey or whatever. Because um, that's like our, our like, I guess regional one that and Pathmark, but Pathmark is long gone, and A and P, and people are probably like, what are those? Don't don't worry about them, baby. Um, <laughs> but Shoprite still remains. <laughs> but um, I remember they used a cinnamon roll. That that was that was my that was good, John too. That was a good one. The cinnamon roll, uh, <laughs> oatmeal that was good in the morning. But like you know, growing up, I eat that. I eat pop tarts, and y'all probably can bet. And my friends, who the ones that know, the know the ones who don't, don't. Let me stop. <laughs> but uh, and it's for one that I think all most people like the brown sugar cinnamon pop tart, bro. What the brown sugar cinnamon pop tart with a glass of milk? That that used to hit. It used to hit. It really did. Used to hit like that was that was good. That's good. That's still to this day my favorite Pop Tart. Um, mm, 
No, no, it is my favorite pop tart. It's a t it's top it's top one. It's number one for me. It's still number one for me. Um, the other ones I don't put those number one because I I can't get them as much. But like that, if I if you gonna get me a pop tart, but let's make sure it's the because I had let me tell you something. Because I've always been such a popular person growing up, and it's like crazy thinking about this. I should write these things down because I really want to write a book now of like things I love as a kid and stuff like things that still affect me as an adult. Because I'm trying to, I feel like I need to do some work to get back in touch with my inner child. But anyway, as far as Pop Tarts, <laughs> and you're probably like, how the hell does this relate to Saturday mornings? But in terms of Pop Tarts, I would consider myself uh, a bit of a connoisseur. Um, Pop tarts in general, because um, there there are some great flavors like you know a good flavor, and I'm talking about pop tart brand. I'm not talking about the the toaster parts because I'm, I'm I'm gonna get to y'all soon. I'm gonna get to y'all soon. Not too much on y'all right now, but soon I will. But like okay, boom, cherry pop tart, fire torch, great. Strawberry pop tart, mm, not my favorite, but if I if there's nothing else there, I'm gonna eat a strawberry pop tart. Worst pop tart, the one I did not like the most, which now that I have more of a dope. Those uh, taste buds I can tolerate, and it's not bad. The blueberry pop tart. I remember growing up when my mom used to buy them Johns. It used to be the variety pack when we used to get the name brand stuff. When those times when we used to get the name brand stuff, because we didn't always used to get it, but she did her best. When we used to get them, we used to get them. But like, <laughs> I mean, I even have those. The my top one would be the brown sugar pop tart. That was my joint. That was it. That was it right there. That was me. If I couldn't have that, I need my strawberry pop tart. But it used to be a fight because it'd be like, all right, boom. If we all we have is the raspberry or not raspberry, the blueberry pop tarts left. Dang, nobody wants to eat them. But you're not about to waste your mama money, so <laughs> you have to. Because what? Well, guess what? They'll sit there. Those pop tarts will sit there. Somebody gonna eat them. They will just sit there. It ain't going in the garbage. They finna sit there until you get desperate enough. You want a pop tart or something? Then guess what? You out the. You gonna eat it? That's what you gotta do. That's all you can do. You're not about to be like, oh, nope, nope, it's going to sit there and stay. But, like, I consider myself a Pop-Tart connoisseur. Ooh, other great mentions. Didn't have those as much. Um, the Apple Pop-Tart, I used to like it. it. It used to be a sometimes thing for me. The Apple Pop-Tart is okay. Apple Pop-Tart is, 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 is a good contender, but I, I feel like I get tired of it real quick. I can't do too many of those. It was very sweet. And I think they used to use the, um, well, it was all flavoring, but it was supposed to be, like, based off of Granny Smith Apple which is like, okay, I get it, but yeah, I don't know. So, or was it green apple Pop-Tarts? I don't know. But it was the pop apple Pop-Tarts, those are fire. Um, cinnamon roll Pop-Tarts, those are good, but they're like still, like, they're like one of the ones that are like sometimes eating me and stuff like that. Those are good. Oh, I remember my other, my other good John Pop-Tart. <laughs> um... <laughs> Oh man, I can't believe I forgot this, but like the strawberry fudge pop tarts growing up, <laughs> another hitch one, torch one. But I had to start slowing down on those because they used to mess my stomach a little more because it was basically sugar dessert, which was pop tarts in general. And I was I had a sense of stomach growing up as a kid. <laughs> but yeah, um, <laughs> that pop tart fire or pop tarts in general fire and stuff like that, but. I'm I'm saying all these different pop tart flavors. Um, gonna keep continuing. Fudge. Um, some of the newer pop tart. Oh, there's one OG pop tart I love. Me and my brother share this. Me and him don't agree on a lot all the time. But one thing we can agree on, when they dropped that strawberry milkshake pop tart, let me tell you something. I was gonna say something. I almost went too far. I'm gonna leave that alone. But 
All I want you to know is whoever came up with the concept for the strawberry milkshake Pop-Tart, I need you to get a raise tomorrow. You should be somebody's CEO somewhere because the fact that you came up with such an ingenious thing and you put it together. And the fact that you could freeze it in the freezer or eat it regular or put it in a microwave. When you put it in a microwave, especially when you put it in a microwave, when you got it just right and you had it cool off because it's super hot and stuff like that. You put it in the milk. Oh, my. <sighs> Whoever you are, ma'am, sir, friend, um, they... I'm just going to say they, whoever they are, because we're an inclusive podcast here. We are inclusive. Okay. <laughs> um, Whoever they are, I need them to get the biggest of raises. I need them to be somebody CEO somewhere. They're a great thinker. I appreciate them. And I want them to get all the good things that they deserve out of life. Because why do you have, you didn't have to eat that up like that. You did not have to eat it up like that. Um, uh, anyway, it was some, it was some work related that can wait. Um, it's something outside of the scope of what needs to be handled now, but anyway, um, I was checking my phone. Sorry, I got distracted, but like, uh, that's my friend thought. Yes, but the strawberry milkshake pops are fam, 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 fam. Fam, fam, fam. <laughs> um, all seriousness, no, like, that, that person deserves everything they get. You know, I hope they're having a great life now. I hope that, you know, they're married with children if that's what they seek. Or they're traveling the world with millions and millions of dollars because whoever you are out there, you're the herald that um, we all deserved and we needed. And I just want to thank you for your service. Appreciate you. Uh, <laughs> but that's all to say. Pop-Tart Connoisseur. All I'm doing is going, I'm going to have to do a part two of this because it's so fun. This is such a fun episode to do. I'm already at the 45 minute mark and I don't want to make this episode two hours, but it might become two hours. <laughs> anyway, um, okay, some more. I think I'll do childhood. This will be, maybe this will be, this will just be, okay, boom. This will just be childhood-ish nostalgia. I'll get to like the middle school, high school Teen angst, now nostalgia, another day, a And I feel like most of the book nostalgia is coming from my childhood anyway, so we got that. But boom. Um, but as I was saying, getting back to what I was saying, as a Pop-Tart connoisseur, right, as a Pop-Tart connoisseur, um, it's going to sound so bougie of me, and y'all going to judge me, and I promise you, I'm not, I'm not spoiled. Okay, sometimes, some ways I was spoiled. I definitely was spoiled in some ways, but I feel like, you know, that's my mom's generous spoiled all in certain ways. Um, <laughs> but the thing that I've become because of Pop-Tarts and stuff like that, I'm a Pop-Tart sir, and I, like I said, I'm preferencing this, don't judge me, but all brown sugar cinnamon pop tarts are not made the same i just want to say this out loud and i'm not missing any sponsorships because i'm not sponsored now and i can't even say y'all nobody's gonna know who y'all are either because y'all some of y'all are relevant we say this and i'm gonna say it say it in general no i'm just gonna say it in general bro y'all store brand versions of those pop tarts Nine times out of ten are trash. 
I, and I, I want you to understand this. You, you're, you're trash, and you should understand this. It is not the same. And understand that you can't, you don't got the same formulas and ingredients of what, what the official Pop-Tart brand is, man. I understand it. I understand it. I get it. But the fact that that was your best attempt at emulating it, or not even emulating it, because we, we, no, I'm going to give y'all more credit, but creating your own spin of it, doing something a little different, putting a little razzle-dazzle jazz and stuff in it, that's what you did? Bro, get out of my face, because that stuff used to be, some of it used to be trash. When I say it used to be trash, it used to be trash. Bad. But you know what? <laughs> even despite it being trash, though, when that's what your mom bought, guess what she's about to eat? That <laughs> that's what she's about to eat. For sure, for sure. Like, oh, can I get some Pop Tarts? Listen, um, I'm not gonna act like I'm too bougie or whatever. Let me say, let me say, middle school me's looking at me like, huh? Let me say this. All these Pop Tarts got me through got me through high school. I'll say my high school self looking at me like fifteen year old me is like, What dog? Let me say this. That all these they used to be on Park Ave. Cause no longer there anymore, but that oldie's there with the brown sugar cinnamon pop tarts got me through high school for real. For real, I have not forgot you. Those are some of the ones that were decent, I will say that. But some of those other brands and other places with the brown sugar cinnamon, and I like to say the strawberry. Blueberry one, you know, I like the blueberry ones for the most part, which I did with them. See, I had to take that with God because why would you do that? Why would you do that? Why would you do that for real? For real, because what you did was wrong and they were nasty. And those people don't need a raise. No, don't, no raise for them. No, no raise for them. Um, those people as well, <laughs> as well, they need to, you know, there needs to be conversation with them. Um, uh, cause they, they did not understand the assignment. They need to be put on PIPs, performance improvement plans. I'm kidding. I would never put that on. I would never wish that on somebody I've been put on to. Uh, I'm kidding. Um, joking, 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 joking. Um, sort of. Um, but yes. <laughs> uh, that is also breakfast stuff, but like breakfast and I feel like breakfast and Saturdays go to hand in hand. There's some nostalgia I have about Saturdays. Is like my mom, I had two older brothers who were athletes and stuff like that. Growing up, you know, mom going to going with mom on games to to them like you know, um, when they play baseball, you know, for the city going there to the baseball field and seeing like some of our playing field's greatest, you know, families and stuff like that. You know, going to the baseball field back on down on Rock Ave. And this is before, years before I played baseball, but being down there on Rock Ave, you know, going to the stadium and stuff like that. You know, my mom gave me a little juicy juice or whatever. Or going to the football stadium at playing for high school and everything like that. And the games and stuff like that. And like homecoming in the band. Boom. 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 Them just getting down and all that stuff. And oh my God, I remember. He couldn't play for high school's field. I remember being so, like, young and being so, like, horrified or afraid. Because, okay, if anybody, anybody from Plainfield, you know what I'm talking about. Back in the day, I want to say back before, like, 2010. And that might be, that might be being, like, 
nice. It might have been like 2013, 2014, for real, for real. Y'all know that the bleachers used to have them holes that had, like, that you could fall into, you know. Yeah, I remember them. The bleachers used to have little holes that you could fall into, and I'm and now people are like, "What?" You're like, no, I'm being so serious. So our bleachers were not finished; they didn't have backing. So potentially, and it was enough space, you could misstep and start falling. You could fall under the bleachers, and I remember hearing stories of a lady who fell down for they were for baby or her kid or whatever and stuff like that. And so like going like growing up, I used to be I used to always be afraid of like I used to be super afraid of um of of those bleachers to the point where I, I didn't used to go like going to the top of them um I'd be afraid when we used to because I'm like oh the higher we go you know if something happens to us you know we're gonna get hurt really badly and 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 to be honest now growing up like I realized the fall the drop wasn't too too bad but it doesn't really matter the drop it, it could be a short fall and you still can hurt yourself or get killed or whatever but like I remember that like that that was one part of it, but, like, that was one part growing up, because, like, gotta be there for the Saturday football games, um, man, weekends, I'll say weekends and Saturdays, well, like, Saturdays, that, like, I remember going to different fields and stuff like that, like, that's where I, I feel that playing field, like, on a Saturday nostalgia, and just think about that just feels so amazing, or, you know, as I got older, and, you know, you know, it was just me and my mom in the house, because both my brothers are older than me significantly, which is hilarious because for a lot of time, it sometimes feel like being the only child growing up. That's like one of those unique um, experiences. This is a quick side note of like being a a a youngest child, but like having a significant drop or like difference in between you and your older siblings is that you get this unique experience. And I, I hope it. I don't know. I wonder if it's being studied or somebody would study it, it would be kind of cool to see, like, the significance of, like, playing this dual role, and I'm pretty sure there are articles out there, I might actually look one up, but, like, the role of, like, or the space of, like, yo, I'm, I'm the only child, of course, but, like, I have this unique experience of also, in some ways, growing up being an only child, because both of the other siblings are out of the house, so depending on what your family dynamics are, if you're, you know, if you, if it's a thing of, like, where your siblings are coming back, and fourth and like from college and stuff like that so you still get that aspect or if they are just completely out of the house you really do almost get this unique experience where you are both in it's just interesting to see what that looks like um because you you have this dual identity in a sense like there's certain aspects that probably make you up in ways that you kind of are like the only child like so you understand what it's like to be spoiled but then as a child who's the youngest um uh, in a sense, you also get this identity here where um, you can you understand what it is to share. You understand what it is to it's you and your your siblings with your parent or something like that. In a sense, too. Um, and in my case, like growing up before, I guess probably what was the oldest. When is when does that happen? <sighs> Let me think. I'm doing, thinking doing some math here. It was 2000 and. Uh, okay, about 2000, for me, it was probably around the time I turned, um, I guess nine is when I started experiencing that other side of identity with growing up by myself in a sense, um, which led to, I guess, a lot of introvert behaviors and part of the reason why I'm also extroverted in a sense. When you're the youngest, um, not to get very, you know, psychoanalysis-y, but 
when you are the youngest and when you also are an only child, it's very easy to become introverted. And I feel like that's where some of that um the, that came from as well. But then also the need to be heard led to some of my aspects of being um, as well as extroverted. You know, I'm going to be loud and, you know, and you're going to hear me, which led probably to me becoming an ambivert. But anyway, um, you know, Saturdays, um, like as I got older, as I was saying, because um, I'm just jumping all over the place, and I really like where this conversation is going. Um, being able to sit home on a Saturday and I know y'all remember Saturday cartoons. Y'all can't tell me y'all don't. Saturday cartoons? What? Y'all don't know Saturday... Y'all not playing, man. Y'all don't know Saturday cartoons, but I'm playing. But, like, I remember growing up, Saturday cartoons was a huge deal for me. So, there were four channels. Uh, I usually consider five, but really, they're my one, two. Yeah, I'll say five. So, there were, like, five channels that, like, did the Saturday cartoons. And that used to be my stuff, bro. When I say that used to be my thing, I love them. Because on Saturday cartoons... Okay, so back in the day, it used to be, before it was 4Kid TV, I think it was called the Fox Box. So Fox used to have a morning, um, used to have a morning uh, <laughs> lineup of Saturday cartoons. And it was so branded and stuff like that. It was so well done that, listen, they had me going on, on that was when we first got the computer and stuff like that. And I first learned about the internet and stuff like that. I used to be like, mommy, I want to go on 4KidsTV.com, but can I go on 4Kids or whatever? Playing with the computer, trying to get on a computer, trying to play online games and stuff like that. Pardon me. But, um, yeah. <laughs> I remember that specifically, like, you know, 4K TV. Okay, so Fox before, Fox before it became 4K, 4K TV before it became 4K TV was Fox Box. And I remember there was, like, something like Funky Cops growing, like, growing up. I remember watching that. This was, like, early, like, when I was, like, maybe early elementary school. And I saw, like, I split up, or I split up elementary school to me, like, early elementary, middle elementary and then late elementary adolescence time. Um, it's so crazy because I remember like um, that Fox, there was the funky, um, the funky cops and it was like Roblox. Cause Roblox, I don't know if y'all knew back in the day, Roblox used to have a TV show. Was it Roblox? I don't remember. It's, I think he, I think it was Roblox. Uh, I want to look now. Let me see. Uh, Roblox. I can't remember his name. I it, I feel like it was Roblox. Roblox cartoon. Fox. I. Uh, Fox Channel. No, his name was Cube. It was Cubics. I think it was Cubics. Cubics. Yes, yes, yes. It was Cubics. I don't know why I said Roblox, but same thing. Oh, Cubix, Cube, Cube, Cubix was another one. Um, dope show, used to love that too. Uh, I remember those were like the early ones, but like I remember uh, like around the time it was probably like oh four. It had to be like oh three, oh four is when they rebranded. That's when it became four keys TV, and it was like this epic thing. Like that's when I started seeing Sonic the Hedgehog, and that's like where my like obsession and love for Sonic came from. Fun fact. Sonic is one of my favorite and probably one of the first mascots I used to have a like a like a not fondness for but like I used to like favorite card game, video game characters because I used to always love the Sonic games like growing up had a Game Boy Advance when I first very game first one of my very first games was 
um, <laughs> was uh, Sonic Advance 2. And then, you know, I remember getting Sonic Advance 3. Ready had the team. Oh my god, that was such a cool feature. They had like a team uh, thing where you could basically um, give your partner your powers and stuff like that. And you played it, you could play as everybody in a game. And I, I know I'm getting off bases again. I just, this is the fun of doing a nostalgia episode. And on Sonic Advance 3, you could have a partner system and you could play as so many characters. I remember I got, I got to play as Amy, which I was so excited because you, you had to unlock Amy in the last game. And it was a special way you had to unlock Amy. Um, of course, you could play as Cream, and then you had Knuckles, obviously, and of course, Tails and stuff like that, and you, used to, you could use your different powers together to discover different areas and stuff like that, and then Sonic Advance 3 was so cool because of that ability to do it, but like, at the end, towards the end of the game, you had these areas you could go, go into before you started the main stage, and like, I remember it felt like there's this like mine area, whatever that you could play in, like towards the end, the very end of the game, it was like really hard as a platformer, because you had to like make your way through, but like, aesthetically it was really cool a great game but that's that the show um that's in part to say the show really led to me really wanting to get the games and really enjoying like you know um <laughs> you know enjoying the character of sonic there was that what was some other ones that's when also anime man anime used to came, came started to come into play too and stuff like that um anime was a uh, the animated shows or the anime shows that were there were that's when I first saw One Piece, you know, and it was the the, the Americanized 4K TV um, way of doing it. Bandit, don't give it up, Nami. Bandit, don't give it up, Chomperd made it. They had that. Um, oh man, um, no, that was another channel. I'm gonna get to the other channels. Funny enough, uh, it was like actually six channels. I'll say. There were some other ones. Oh, Kirby, right back at you. He got to ride back at you. That's how my love for Sonic and Kirby started. He got to ride back at you. Take it all what you got. What can we do? Okay, what can we do for you here at NNE? I need a monster to cooperate at there, Kirby. That's stuff we do bus at NNE. You better get it with your money back guarantee. Dang, I can't believe I remembered that. <laughs> Things that you remember. Um, a whole set of memories unlocked, but I remember those cartoons specifically coming on that channel. Then there was Channel 7. They they were weird. They were in a weird space. Because they went, they went from, like, having, like, some of, like, I remember, was it Liberty Kids? I remember, I think it was Liberty Kids had it on. I could be wrong. For a while, I remember seeing Liberty Kids come on. It was, I think it was ABC. Um, ooh, before I even get to that, let me jump back to Fox. I remember also Fox, <laughs> when the cartoons used to go off, used to go off at like noon, they didn't start doing like the real educational stuff. I used to hate it. Or no, they started doing like Fox TV, like Fox Kids and, or not Fox Kids, it was like Fox Animals or something like that. I think I'm mixing them up. No, they did the news afterwards. Then it started going back to regular programming. I remember that specifically kind of. But then I think they got to a point where maybe it was only on Sundays. Sundays, I remember the times that we would stay home from church or whatever. There'd be nothing on. All the Saturday cartoons used to be played the day before and you'd be so irritated. And I feel like they did this partially on Saturdays too after everything went off. They used to do like the animal, like like Fox. I remember specifically Fox did like 
animal, like some animal show. It wasn't part of the low budget, like low budgety or like, you know, really unknown shows that came on. And there's this one dude who used to always be with the animals and stuff like that. It's so crazy that this is all, oh my God, these are all memories that are just being unlocked and stuff like that. Oh man. And okay, there was one I did like, it was the guy. He was a black man. He used to, you know, do the stuff with the animals. And, like, he had, like, he used to always bring, like, his two, like, these two kids on the adventures with him or whatever. And I think they were, like, from different places. And so every week it would be, like, a different kid or whatever or different kids. And he, like, got to explore these areas. And, like, he, like, took them out on, on like, excursions and stuff like that. It was really cool. And we talked about nature. Dang, I need to remember what that was. I cannot wait to look this up. I'm getting so much nostalgia right now. Um... But that's not what I wanted to watch. That was cool and fine, right? But that's not what I wanted to watch. I wanted to watch cartoons. And so after a certain time period, you just knew it was going off on those channels, on a Fox at least. Going back to getting back to ABC though, ABC I believe started off with like more educational like stuff going on there. It was like oh, like they had like Liberty Kids. And if you don't know what Liberty Kids is, Liberty Kids is basically just like, <laughs> and this is I'm dating myself on this. Um, it's like basically this show. I'll say about the American Revolution, but from perspective of kids. So you have like Elizabeth Ann or Elizabeth, and like she's like I think um, a part of like the uh, was her family the British? They might have actually been a part of British or whatever and stuff like that. You see that. Then you had John or Jock. I think Jock was like a I don't want to say a peasant, but like he was like I want to say his family was were Parisian uh, immigrants or something like that. I could be making that up in my head, but I know that he had an accent. I think he was Parisian. Then you had Elizabeth, I'm saying her, if that's the right name, her best friend was there and all this stuff. And it was so cool because you got to see the American Revolution from a different perspective from people who just happened to be there. It was kind of like good writing. Um, Probably there's probably a lot of like pro whatever stuff in it. Not, I was going to say whatever stuff. I don't want to make it sound bad, but like pro-American things. Obviously, I mean, that's obvious because it's a show about the American Revolution, but it was like really cool. I'll say I'll say this. I think what happens in that show, if I'm not mistaken, if I don't remember, of course, the things that you were not talked about and injustices and things like that. And obviously, it's a kid show. I don't think you can ask for much. But I mean, now being more aware and woke, I'll say um, there are certain aspects. And it's not even so much being aware of woke, but just being just knowing the time period, having studied history and have a love for history. Uh, love that I actually need to work on more because I say I love history so much, but I have not been watching or learning more much about history. But I mean, history is always there to learn. That's a whole other thing myself. Um, the point that I'm making is that um, now being an adult, thinking about Liberty Kids, that show, I think I saw a post on IG or Twitter not too long back about, they mentioned it, but you now see it through a lens of like, well, I'm black. And so I didn't see one black person in here. And now it's like, well, we know why they weren't going to put them in, in a show like that. Because then you have to explain slavery. <laughs> and you have to explain that whole process and what that looks like and all those aspects and stuff like that. Or you aren't seeing certain things and stuff like that. Or it's just how certain characters are portrayed. Like you might portray a, a George Washington as a, a hero. And to some, he is. But he also was a terror terrorizer to others you know um think about how he got wooden teeth that's all i'm gonna say how he got wooden teeth or how he got prosthetic teeth um whole story within their own but i think it was hearsay as well as from that the wooden teeth i don't remember but no nah, it couldn't have been because what i'm referring to is a there's rumored how he got those teeth for you know use to slaves i think 
Um, but that's all to say, like, that channel was more so educational, but then they started switching over, and it became, like, more ABC, I think it was, say, ABC Family or Kids or whatever, and that's when they used to get the shows, but it was funny, because they thought that nobody was going to peep, they used to get some of their shows from, like, Disney Channel, or Disney, or Kids Disney, or, it was Toon Disney at that point in time, Toon Disney before it became, um, Disney XD, and then, like, you know, Disney Channel, or whatever, it was weird, there's, like, three Disney channels, or three, literally three channels for Disney, I'll say, I remember growing up, we had to go cable package, <laughs> but, um, that's not here and there, they used to take some, I'll say, they used to take some of the old episodes, and some of the shows that were on other channels, and play there, and he's like, yeah, we peeped this, I've already seen this, because I watched this on Cartoon Network already, but, but I will say, that is where, I saw my Jackie, I saw Jackie Chan. Hold on one second. Let me pause y'all and check something out. Hey y'all. So, I know I'm trash. <laughs> I'm going to end this episode right now. Because um, I have to go back and listen to this episode. It's been a while since I've actually listened through this episode. And I know I went on so many changes, which was the point of the nostalgia episode. I promise y'all, y'all are going to get a part two. But I want to give y'all something. I don't want to leave without saying something on this track. Hey, what a night. You should be like... <laughs> Like, right? <laughs> 10 points if you get the reference. But yeah, definitely gonna put this episode out. It's so fun. I really enjoyed this episode. Y'all are gonna get a two for one special this week. So, love y'all. Appreciate y'all. Listen out. And for the part two, just keep harassing me about it. You know, be like, where's the part two at? Where's the part two at? I promise y'all, I will get it. Okay, bye.